0: creepy campfire <laughs> i mean it's worth it to not get caught for murder <laughs> um his balls wasn't feeling right
1: Freedia! that's not reassuring <laughs> See, so these are where the questions come from this yeah. is where it stems from this is what makes it fun
2: <laughs> Ow, welcome back to creepy campfire your source for all things strange the unexplainable the infamous and the mysterious Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Oh
0: yeah! Hey everybody, it's me, Ryan, again. Uh, So welcome to part two of the Biblical Monsters two-parter. If you've not checked out the first one, I think it goes without saying, but back it up a little bit and get the episode before this. You don't want to miss part one. Uh, We have all the setup for it. We kind of give you some context and everything like that, and uh, we we started to dip our toes into the monsters toward the end of that episode, but this one, whole thing. Just just drilling in on the monsters, what we think about them, what they think they might be, is it metaphor is it real um um is it is it just poor description? I don't know. Find out. we got a whole another hour where we talk about it. So before we begin that, I just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Moses Family Jerky. Cannot thank them enough for supporting the podcast. And I just want to let you guys know, me and Jordan, we tried their products. I mean, we spent our own money. They didn't give us samples or anything. We wanted to spend our own money, get this jerky, and try it out to make sure we were promoting a good product. And man, did not disappoint. I myself really like the sweet and spicy. You might not like one of their many other flavors. Uh, But good quality jerky, good quality coffee, and if you want 10% off your order, just put In the coupon code CREEPY10 and that's 10 the number not spelled out 10. So go ahead head over get your order now just put CREEPY10 get 10% off and with every order for people that put in that code we get a little kickback. So you're supporting the podcast you're getting some great jerky or coffee what else could you need? So without further ado let's get to the episode. Now we're going to talk about the four beasts mentioned by Daniel. So Daniel 7-1.
1: There's a book of Daniel?
3: Yeah. Yes. I no idea. Some books oh. are named after people, yeah. and sometimes they're named after places, and sometimes...
1: Oh, I was going to say, I thought most of them were named names. after people. Most of them are. Okay. A lot
3: of them are. The okay. new
2: most New Testament
3: is people. And usually it's the person that wrote it. Yeah. So Matthew was written by Matthew, for example. Daniel was written... Well, was it written by Daniel, but it's about Daniel?
2: Um, a good... Well, another thing is like... Old Testament is before Jesus, New Testament say, is after I was going to
1: say, really stupid Jesus. question. No, no, no. no. What, uh, like, yeah. so I don't old, know why I didn't ask old that Old Testament,
0: Jews, Christians, Muslims all believe in Old Testament.
1: Okay.
0: It's after that that we all got differences. Christians believe in... Like, that's when Jesus shows up and like all the Jesus things happen. Muslims, or not Muslim, um, Jews, they... It depends on who you ask. Some people, some of them are like, yeah, Jesus was there. Some of them will even go as far as saying like he was a prophet, but he wasn't the Messiah who is um, the son of God or the messenger of God. How would you?
2: Yeah, he wasn't the Messiah. He wasn't the savior of man.
1: So New Testament, the only difference, well, not the only difference, but the main difference is it's after Jesus. Jesus Christ has come and gone.
2: So, well, it's about him coming.
0: It's his whole story. It's his whole story. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like, what have... Because that actually is only four books. The like, Gospels. The, There's four the Gospels. Gospels.
2: The New yeah. Testament is more no, four no, no, of no. Books. It's
0: way more than that. Yeah. But like, it, the the Gospels.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's where the term "this is gospel" comes from. Yeah.
0: Which means good news. So okay. the
3: first four books of the New Testament are the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Same story told by four different people from four different perspectives. Luke was a doctor. So his is like the longest and most like technical. Mark is someone who spoke in street Greek. And so his is more casual, but it's all telling the same story of the birth of Jesus, how Jesus was born and how he grew up and started his ministry, eventually how he died and how he was resurrected. So those all are all the four gospels. Of those in different, wow. Yes. So it's actually really cool if you like to dig into Studying different perspectives because they're so different, like mm-hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew was a disciple, so he was with Jesus, so he told the story from his point of view, versus Luke was just a doctor at the time.
0: Gotcha. That's where the divide happens, so Christians obviously go that route. Um, there is more books for Jews. I don't know what they encompass. Um, the but- Torah. Well, the Torah is like the first five oh, books you're right. of the Bible. So, but,
1: if it literally is just a time difference, if it's if it's, well, it's just not, after that occurring, why, why is it that some would go only for the New Testament as opposed to also? Well, that's the thing. It's, it's not just it. a
0: time difference. So, it's the figure of Jesus mm-hmm. and then the figure of Muhammad. So, the figure of Jesus isn't held to the same standard that Christians hold it in the other two. Jews don't believe he was as important as he was. they believe some of them believe like he had some important things to say but he's not like the savior of man mm-hmm. that Christians believe he is. Yeah Muslims will kind of say the same thing. Um, Jews just don't believe the Savior of man has came yet, which is who we believe Jesus is. Um, Muslims also don't believe that. A lot of people think that just change out Jesus for Muhammad, but that's not how it is at all. It's Muhammad was just another prophet. So, like, all these guys that have important things to say, they're all prophets. Mm-hmm. So, Muhammad was another prophet, told them everything passed.
2: And the reason Christians believe Jesus is, like, the one is because he fulfilled his prophecy. No other prophet has fulfilled their
0: prophecy. In the Old Testament, there's there were legitimate prophecies of, like, when the Savior man gets here, these things are going to happen. Those things happened when Jesus showed up here you go we're christians so
1: you guys are new testament
2: we are old and new testament together everyone okay. the all the yeah all so, three
0: roll with the old testament it's you believe in that plus whatever so else so
2: the bible holds the old and new testament together ok christians believe the whole bible the old testament and new testament can be separated When people are trying to convert others to Christianity, they will often just give the New Testament because that's the story of Jesus and the foundation of Christianity is you have to believe in Christ. Mm -hmm. So you give them the part of the story that talks about Christ. So it's not meant to be separated. It is one text. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They do separate it for, I think, dumb reasons. but
0: That's just where the divide happens between the three religions.
2: Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. I
1: mean, because it couldn't have been written that much later on, you wouldn't think. I mean, yeah, you know, well, I mean, Old Testament what would be the time difference between the two? like oh, if they were I
2: used to know that, I don't know anymore. I, I could tell you the dates. I don't know the
1: dates. Well anymore. Jesus,
3: Jesus was a rabbi, so the Jewish yeah, Jew- scripture was written at this time. like much mm-hmm. of the like the first five books of the Old Testament, is it Torah, Torah- and Talmud? Yeah. do you call them them both? Yes. Okay, so those first five books, like, that is culturally what Jesus was taught. Like, he was training to be a rabbi. Mm -hmm. And so he was living in a time where that history was already happening. So the New Testament is just, again, the gospel of Jesus and why we follow Jesus and believe that he was the savior man. So what Ryan was saying about, like, that's where Jewish people were like, this is not who we believe fulfills the prophecies. Mm -hmm. That's where that stopped. And that's where Christianity began because Christian like Christ that is Jesus Christ that's the word where it came from okay does that make sense yeah
0: Yeah. if you think of it like a timeline you have like like Judaism is the baseline mm-hmm. and then Christianity splits off later on down the line and then um, Islam is farther down than that because they don't think Christians have it right and they think there's additional teachings on top of Judaism and then that's where Islam splits off gotcha
3: and after the gospels after those first four books that talk about jesus the rest of it is like application so a lot of people who either did time with jesus or were alive after jesus died they are going into different cities and now preaching what christ came to do and like his miracles that he um made and the things that he chose to say and and different things so it's like the rest of the book is application so they go together it's like the history then jesus is on the scene fulfilling the prophecies that are sprinkled all throughout that history and then now teaching how to apply the wisdom of Jesus going forward. So that's kind of like the story, but it's all one book.
1: So you're saying there's, to circle back to Daniel and the four beasts? Mm -hmm.
3: And what was it again? Daniel what?
0: The seven one.
1: Were you saying that there was some sort of difference between the two or is it only mentioned in one?
0: No, you had asked about the name, like the it was written by Daniel, ah, and we yes. got into like books, and yes. then
1: and then sorry. yeah, then we got it. Yeah. Gotcha. No, no, okay. no, I was definitely a necessary yeah. uh, curtail there. Mm-hmm.
3: What is it? Daniel seven seven one. We've only said it six times. So That's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's one through seven. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream, and visions passed through his mind as he was laying in bed. He wrote down the substance of his dream. Daniel said, In my vision at night I looked, and there before me were the four winds of heaven churning up the great sea. Four great beasts, each different from the others, came up out of the sea. The first was like a lion, and it had the wings of an eagle. I watched until its wings were torn off, and it was lifted from the ground so that it stood on two feet like a human being, and the mind of a human was given to it. And there before me was a second beast, which looked like a bear. It was raised up on one of its sides. It had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. It was told, get up and eat your fill of flesh. After that, I looked, and there before me was another beast, one that looked like a leopard. And on its back, it had four wings like those of a bird. This beast had four heads, and it was given authority to rule. After that, in my vision at night, I looked, and there before me was a fourth beast, terrifying and frightening and very powerful. It had large iron teeth. It crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot whatever was left. It was different from all the former beasts, and it had tin horns.
0: Now, obviously, this is a dream sequence. Go ahead.
2: So... There's significance to each beast, too. They represent different regions and different ruling empires. So this is imagery for how these empires are going, like
0: their role. the strength
2: that they're, you're going to have to fight against. It, it, it personifies their, or is it personification if you're making them an animal? But it makes yeah. mm-hmm. the empire into empire strength, something that you can imagine.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a metaphor. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're totally good. And Daniel had a lot of dreams, and he had a gift of having dreams that would act as prophecies, things that would come true, so people would seek him to understand and interpret their dreams. Okay. So his dreams were a really big deal.
0: Gotcha. hmm But I
3: just prophetic. thought that the
0: descriptions of these beasts were so out there. Like, this yeah. is not a hippo. This is not an alligator. No. This is not an ox. Yeah. Like, these are very... <laughs> yep like four-winged leopards
2: like
1: that's got to be symbolic
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. well would you like to know so i see we're into it so i have to tell you um <laughs> okay so after this i kept looking and behold another one the greek empire of alexander the great like a leopard which had on its back four wings like those of a bird the beast also had four heads. Alexander's generals, his successors, and power mm. to rule was given to it. So, wow. the number of heads and the number, like the number of things, represent different parties that they were going to have to take down. So it wasn't just like to make it weird; they represented something. Mm-hmm.
0: And numbers and titles meet meant a lot in the old world. Yeah, like a lot. That's why, like, you don't just hear. Um, joseph the carpenter like who you were your title was very important they didn't just say oh yeah joseph no joseph the carpenter so you know who this man is what his stature is in the community and what his importance and and to everyone else is yeah so like titles meant a lot numbers meant a lot numbers are very symbolic threes all over the place tens and sevens all over the place 40 so Mm -hmm. yep like they all mean a lot and they're meant to tie in places and you're meant to be like, wait a minute, I read this story about another 40 nights and things like that. Or they're meant to repeat.
1: Yeah.
0: Cause if you don't have a pattern like that, like people always talk about like finding God, finding the proof in God. If you don't have like a pattern to find, like that gives you some of the proof.
2: Yeah. So, That's cool. Yeah. It's a giant puzzle. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I just like this one because the descriptions were super out there and I'm mm-hmm. glad you went into the empires because that's that's exactly what they're supposed to be. But I wanted to talk about that. So,
1: so four headed cheetahs with wings or leopards with wings, no?
0: Not a not a real thing. No. Not a
2: real thing. Not a thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. I mean yes, just not
0: I how we fly think a week.
1: Just just watch
0: the Chronicles of Narnia and you'll find. <laughs> yeah. <seriously>. yeah. <laughs> Alright, now we're going to let's talk about um Cassandra's favorite and I hope you know a little bit more about it too Kristen um this one was hard to research to be honest the 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 mentionings of it were very little descriptions equally as little um the cherubim am I saying that right yes okay um can you spell that for
2: me
0: yes C h uh, <laughs> e r u b i m. Can you cherubim. use it in a sentence, please? The cherubim were weird. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they were strange. So, so
0: that's a clerk. yeah. So, uh, Kristen, I'll have you. Well, you know, you just read. Cassandra, you read the first one, uh, Genesis three twenty four. Gotcha. This is so to set the scene while she's finding this. This is post Adam and Eve. Um, I want to say done fucked up, but I'm going to anyway. I'm just going to bleep it. We edit the podcast, so Adam and Eve done fucked up, and they got kicked out the garden. Um, they ate the apple. Yeah. So so he was like, okay, y'all got to like kick rocks. Um, you done broke the one rule
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> outside of the gate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: So God drove the man who was Adam out, and at the east of the Garden of Eden, he permanently stationed the cherubim and the sword with the flashing blade which turned around and round in every direction to protect and guard the way entrance access to the tree of life which is the tree the apple was on
1: so kind of just uh, a guard of sorts or
3: mm-hmm
1: yep it... so it describes it as whatever the cherubim is having a flaming sword Correct. okay
0: that's in all directions. Right. It's turning around. Yeah.
3: So very protective, very strong, like you can't get past that thing. Okay. So that's kind of the first hint that we have about it.
0: Yeah. And then the second one I found, we'll go ahead and read the second one, and then we'll talk about it all together. Okay. Um, Ezekiel 1, 5 through 11.
3: The center of the fire looked like glowing metal, and in the fire was what looked like four living creatures. In appearance, their form was human, but each of them had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight, their feet were like those of a calf, and gleamed like burnished, burnished bronze. Under their wings, on their four sides, they had human hands. All four of them had faces and wings, and the wings of one touched the wings of another. Each one went straight ahead, they did not turn as they moved. Their faces looked like this. Each of the four had the face of a human being, and on the right side each of, had the face of a lion, and on the left side the face of an ox. Each also had the face of an eagle. Such were their faces." They each had two wings spreading out upward, each wing touching that of the creature on either side, and each had two other wings covering its body.
0: So this one, this is more so why I chose to throw the Daniel four beasts in here. Not so much for them on their own, because obviously they're a symbolic thing Mm -hmm. for the other empires, but you see similar descriptions here. The difference is with the cherubim, they're not a symbolic thing. They almost um, sound like, um, but you still get the four-faced, multi-winged, mm-hmm. crazy descriptions. Which is,
1: wait, I can't think of the name now, but in so many different things, it's been portrayed like the the goat head and the um, the mm-hmm. the chimera kind of, I mean, yeah. esque, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the multiple mm-hmm. head spaces thing. Didn't say anything about tails, but so this thing is just constantly going on.
3: Yeah, they were flying. They were in the fire, and they were all kind of wing to wing. Like kind of So that's like a wall. Think of like the Celtic twine thing, mm-hmm. like the triangle where they're all
2: looped. Yeah. Think of that, but wings.
3: And a lot of people, don't they confuse these? Not confuse these, but like when we think of angels, we think angels are cute, but like cherubim and seraphim, yeah. which are similar, they are actually really creepy Yeah. and scary. So
0: you guys talk about cherubim. You mentioned the seraphim too, because I thought about mentioning them, but I actually didn't
3: i think the difference is seraphim have six wings two covering the face two helping them fly and two covering their feet feet. that's what i thought we were talking about Mm -hmm. because they have the eyeballs too yeah they have eyes all over them
0: but you guys can go in on both of those it was very hard like these are the best descriptions i found of them which seemed very different when i read the genesis one for the first time like the sword was the only thing I was pulling the descriptions from. It didn't even sound like there was anything with it. It was just that well, sword. I,
2: the significance of the sword is like you have to imagine how strong and powerful the creature is that can handle that sword. Mm-hmm. So like this, yes, it's a, and and to emphasize like it is a weapon. So like if like. And the purpose of it being there is to keep people out from something that's hurting them. So they're going to get hurt worse by something than what has already hurt them if they try and do it again. So, like, how gracious that, like, the Lord, when you've hurt, when you've gone against the one thing He told you not to do, would put something so powerful that you cannot get past it to go and do the thing that you already did. Like, He Mm -hmm. doesn't just put, like, a fence up, He puts this flaming sword being carried by this creature that's not even able to be described because if god wanted it to be described he would have given the writer the words and he Mm -hmm. didn't so like that's how powerful the thing is is that like god used it to protect the first thing he created the first man Mm -hmm. that he created and like that just shows how big of a thing that it is Mm -hmm. to me
1: gotcha okay so or do the
2: seraphim
1: are they what are they
2: cherubim or seraphim what are they in
1: relation to the cherubim
2: they're both angels and they're both protective is the is the connection and they they both exist to glorify god so i can't pronounce either of them very well but the second one that it has eyes all over itself And has six wings, two it covers his face, two Mm -hmm. it covers its feet, and with two it flew. Mm -hmm. That one cries out, holy, 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 over and over and over again. So as it's protecting heaven, essentially, Mm -hmm. it's worshiping God as it does it. So there's no question as to the intent of what that thing is. So yes, it's very creepy and it's hard to imagine and Mm -hmm. explain, Mm -hmm. but it speaks its intent loudly. And it's the only thing that you will ever hear from Mm -hmm. it. So... I think that's what's cool about angels slash monsters in the Bible is like when they're animalistic, you're not really sure what their intent is other than that it's strong and big. Mm -hmm. When it's angels, you know that it's protective and because it's not something that we can tie to and it's more picturesque and you have to imagine it, its intention is spoken. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's cool because you can understand an intent when you can't understand the sight of something sometimes.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: So those are
1: a separate thing from angels specifically, right? No, they're
3: angels. No, that's what angels are. So in the Bible, it'll say like angels will come and say, do not fear. That's the first thing that angels say when they've appeared to different people, like in the gospels, the book of when, uh, where Jesus was talked about heavily. Um, and that's why you don't want to fear because they're scary like they're not saying it because they're a human being that looks normal that just surprised you it's like it's very scary to look at because it's so out of your context i'll show you pictures like it's it's wild to yeah. see even the different renditions that people try to design based oh, on I've,
1: I've, i'm pretty sure i've seen some pretty gruesome mm-hmm. i'm uh, sure of, I think video of games yeah. have tried yeah devil may cry Ooh, man there's dante's inferno Ooh, Ooh no yeah. i've seen them they're creepy yeah for sure uh, so that's this. That's only seraphim. Like, does a cherubim only have the one station? Like, is that the only time that that's ever? And then seraphim. No, because are... we see
2: it again in Ezekiel. Where is that in Ezekiel, babe? Ryan, babe.
0: <laughs> one five.
2: I'm gonna read it because I'm here. Within it, there were figures assembling, four living beings, and this was their appearance. They had human form. Each one had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight at the soles of their feet. We already read this, sorry. were like a cast foot, and they sparkled and gleamed like shiny brother I'm trying to figure out where this is, though, where it's saying it mm-hmm. is. Like
0: the context?
2: Maybe.
3: Yeah. Uh, Seraphim? So yeah. I, I it's on the telephone.
2: river. It's in Babylon, so it's not in Eden. Sorry. So when people
1: Which if like, you this remember,
0: is... when you did the episode on the Anunnaki yeah where people were trying to say that the the ancient Babylonians because that shares a very similar time period with like the beginnings of the Bible uh-huh. how things were how I believed that that was a misinterpretation yeah and how they, they, it kind of bleeds into the Bible stuff a little bit okay
1: so were we like when we were translating this were we just like that's or I guess eventually trying to draw pictures of angels. We were like, that's, we're not going to do that. Well, <laughs> I think it would scare <laughs> kids gonna, if you drew yeah, the real thing. Right? <laughs> we're just like, we're just going to make them it, I'm like,
3: Good we We're going to make them look like us, yes. but wings. And- yeah, like precious moments. We thought it would be Halo. cute to do the the wing thing, but when you put all just those eyeballs on two
1: there. Just six mm-hmm. four four too many. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: I okay. did a quick uh, Google search, and the differences between between cherubim. I like and seraphim, the twine. I think you I should like say the twine uh,
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a new
3: thing. <laughs> the differences between them are literally just kind of appearance. So cherubim have the four faces and the four wings, versus seraphim have six, and the seraphim are only appearing in the Book of Isaiah, and their name means burning ones or flying serpents. Yeah. The others, like cherubim, appear in several books of the Bible, including Genesis, Ezekiel, Kings, and Revelation. Um, they move fast using a wheel within a wheel, so they don't fly. They use a wheel to move, but they still have wings. It's I don't even there's that just, part's even more confusing. That's why we didn't read. It. <laughs> there's <laughs> yeah, there's descriptions of the
2: wheels as well. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like different stones basically grinding together to spark is like what I it's gather so from strange, it, but yeah. it's
3: it's hmm. like uncomprehendable.
0: Which I've heard that. <laughs> aliens in the Bible drive me nuts, um, but I've 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 heard that one be like uses an evidence for that because they're like oh the sparking technology, aliens they just misinterpreted aliens as angels.
3: But I think because they're so uncomprehendable, that's how you know they're like close to the Holy of Divine. Holies. Yeah. Because it's like the other things you can say, oh yeah, a hippo, that sounds like a hippo because it's something we recognize. Mm-hmm. But with something that is this odd and we cannot make that up ourselves, like that to me shows its closeness and proximity um, yeah. to the creator. And one other thing that was saying here is both worship God. That is their primary source. Yeah.
2: I think also that's why it's funny when people draw pictures of what they think god looks like and it's like if this is what he made what do you think like i'm scared like i mean we are made in his image so it does make sense like it says that so it makes sense that we will be able to identify ourselves within him but Mm -hmm.
0: picasso made things in their image and look how weird they look yeah (laughs) that's what i'm
2: saying like to To think think that that he he just is a strong man man is not or an
0: old man with a beard
2: yeah yeah anyway
0: Santa yep. in a
1: white robe.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Alright. So the next one I am gonna do it's a quick one, uh, which is I think <laughs> it's a quick one and then we got one good meaty one after that. Okay. Um so next one, werewolves. This one also in Daniel. Um I don't know who read last. If you can
1: go for it. Did you say depending on the book that this isn't even in the book at all?
0: Werewolves specifically? So
3: this one, this is what I read, and in my version, it doesn't talk about werewolves. I Uh, think this one's even more literal (laughs) than what it actually is. (laughs) What what it
0: is is it's not so much saying, like, Mm -hmm. this is a werewolf. It's more of, like, the interpretation of that is very, like, wolf animalistic. Yes. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. So Daniel what? Uh, Daniel 433.
3: Okay, so the book of Daniel is really cool. I love it because it's the story of, of course, Daniel being kind of promoted to power, Um, And he was a slave in Babylon. And the king um, thought really highly of him. And then it kind of crumbled from underneath him. And the king was like, no, like, I want to get rid of you. And so in the end, when Daniel rose to power through interpreting dreams and stuff, King Nebuchadnezzar was exiled. And you read later in this book that Nebuchadnezzar is actually writing it. So he's like, the reason I know all this is true is because that's me. Like I'm telling my own story. (laughs) And I've always thought it was so humble like to admit all the gross stuff about yourself. So I I love that. So essentially right before he got kicked out of the kingdom, Daniel, I think Daniel's the one speaking here, was just giving him the prophecy like you're going to be exiled. You're going to eat grass. You're going to be like not welcome in the kingdom. You're going to have to be like a wild man out on your own. Mm -hmm. And so then... It says here, and it was Daniel 4, verse, did you say 33? No.
0: Yeah, Yeah, 33. Yeah, 33.
3: Okay. Immediately, what had been said about Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled. He was driven away from people and ate grass like the ox. His body was drenched with the dew of heaven until his hair grew like the feathers of an eagle and his nails like the claws of a bird. This is where, right after that, he's like, at the end of the time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, realized like that this is what i deserved and stuff but that is where it's talking about him kind of in a werewolf shape yeah so just like really gross gnarly. hairy and Uh
0: claws and and
2: the only thing missing is
3: him looking up and howling at the moon yeah Yeah. but i mean he probably cried out in pain like that i believe it exactly Mm -hmm. so
0: that's the only mention of like a werewolf type thing in Mm -hmm. the bible and like i can kind of see it but i also think it can just be like a Dramatic telling of a person, like a civilized person, becoming a wild man. Yeah. And there were several wild men in the Bible. I mean, you had um,
2: John the Baptist. Thank you,
0: John yes. the Baptist, who lived out there and Very did no, ate nothing but honey and, and locusts.
3: Yeah.
0: Gross. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. And but people like was like this guy's got something important to say, and they went out to listen to him.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. That's oh yeah, it's a huge yeah, it's a huge name. That's I. Being not of uh, somebody who's read the Bible and everything before, like LMK, I keep getting just cultural context clues and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like you realize how how much stems from this yeah. mm-hmm. and even more so how unoriginal everything is. Yes! <laughs> Jase! Come Take on, out the write an original story. <laughs> like the Nebuchadnezzar. I mean, you know yeah. what I'm thinking? I mean, the only other place I've ever heard that. What? I don't know. Uh, you Weren't you big on, didn't you like... um. Tim Allen. Galaxy oh. Quest. Galaxy Quest, that was yes. the name of their ship with the wow. Nebuchadnezzar.
2: That's true. Yep. It's the only time since I've remembered Galaxy mm-hmm. Quest. Yeah. Well, wow. it's, it's a throwback, but. More.
1: Yeah.
0: That's crazy. And you remember, there, there is everything's littered with biblical references oh, yeah. everywhere. Everything. Mm-hmm. But Fallout 3, 3Dog, mm-hmm. um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Fight the Good Fight. Yeah. Biblical reference. Huh but like he says it all the time like remember to fight the good fight yeah biblical reference
3: hmm
1: that's cool because he's kind of like your guiding voice throughout the game too
0: yeah righteous all right literally (laughs) (laughs) that was good so the last one giants slash the nephilim
3: this is so cool the Bible. Yeah. This is my like biggest beef with people who try to rein the Bible in and say, "Hey, this is a book of rules, and it's so strict, and you can't enjoy it, and it's like meant to, I don't know, squeeze people into this very uncomfortable box of what you can that, do and yes, can't do." Right, yeah. but like they don't make room for people to understand the Bible as wild. Like God is crazy wild, and He creates the weirdest stuff. Um, well, so, and yeah. this
1: is one of the original stories, and that. Well, I mean, Obviously, we have trouble thinking for ourselves sometimes, Uh so a lot of stuff has just been...
3: It's just been gone. It's gone out this
1: way Mm since. Yeah. Yeah.
3: People are afraid of what they can't define Mm -hmm. and describe.
0: They try to find their own way.
3: The giants are so neat to me. I didn't know the Nephilim was
1: another word for them.
0: Well, the Nephilim is supposed to be, I guess you could say a race. Yeah. Or just a cultural group of people. I almost feel weird saying race because there's so many tribes and groups. People group. Yeah, so many people groups of the time, um, but they're supposed to be another people group. Okay. Um, And whenever the Nephilim are brought up, they're always mentioned to just have huge stature and carry these huge things. Um, Not like the dumb, bumbling giants usually that we think of. Yeah. Um, but
3: yeah they've been translated as giants in some bibles and some kind of interpret them as fallen angels so it's kind of like yeah
0: a, some some people str- interpret them mm-hmm. as like a because I think there's a there might be some kind of men- mentioning uh-huh. of a a, a a blending yeah so where there could be like where there were fallen angels that procreated with man uh-huh so then you got the nephilim mm. yeah but interesting, weird,
3: man. Bible's weird.
0: Um, Seventeen.
1: I have a question, not not necessarily yeah. off topic, but somewhat off topic. Go ahead. Who's a fell? Is that a name? Is what? that a biblical name? Fell. A Fell? A Fell, Yeah.
3: With an A or something? Yeah, A
1: Z I R, F L. It might oh, not even be a real thing.
3: I'm thinking Ezra,
2: based upon i
1: only asked because we watched a show not too recently called good omens that was, yes. that had a major um religious um undertone well okay, it's just the whole started. thing's about religion essentially and it starts with like god in the in the, in the garden room. and like aziraphale is his appointed person with the fire oh. sword in that's in that context in that story so i was like hmm when you guys brought up the chairman i was like i wonder if this is even a thing
3: It's that one, I think, because I just, I did a quick Google search. I think that one is a fictional angel, but Mm -hmm. there are archangels in the Bible. Like, uh, Michael's an archangel. And like, that is like the highest angel to like to the Lord, if that makes sense. So I think Aziraphale, based on what I just researched, is just a fictional like archangel.
0: Okay, cool. Cool. So we'll just tell the story of Goliath since that's the most well-known story. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's cool. Um... But if uh, are you guys disappointed
1: by that? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, are there other like made like more major mentions of?
0: No, that's definitely. There the are some giants. Most major, there's several, yeah. Uh-huh. But it's always, I feel like, in a similar reference.
3: I think yeah. Yes. Where it's like the enemy yeah. and God's people are going to overcome mm-hmm. something that's bigger, and therefore they should not be able to overcome. Yeah. Mm. It's always in that kind of a context.
0: So I'll read this one. Um, so First Samuel chapter 17, verse 4. A champion named Goliath, who was from Gath, came from a Philistine camp, or came out of the Philistine camp. His height was six cubits and a span, which translate roughly to three meters, um, which is translated again for us Americans a little over nine feet. Um, he had a bronze helmet on his head and wore a coat of scale armor of bronze weighing five thousand shekels, which. Translated is about 125 pounds, or 58 kilograms. So that's just his coat. Um, On his legs, he wore bronze greaves, and a bronze javelin was slung on his back. His spear shaft was like a weaver's rod, and its iron point weighing 600 shekels, or about 15 pounds. His shield bearer went ahead of him. And then that's when we get into the fight of when David throws the slingshot kills them with just a couple pebbles but that is the, the description three
3: smooth stones. yeah
0: three smooth stones
3: he selected them but didn't it only take one shot yes yeah, yeah right in shot. the temple mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and he was a shepherd boy he was a very small statured shepherd yep. and he was very young he mm-hmm. would one day become the king of israel but mm-hmm. he had not been chosen yet not yet, not yet.
1: right yeah uh, is it right after that they're like, okay, well, you. No, we it wasn't because of
0: no, that. No, no he like. Cool. that stupid. Yeah, he goes on his merry way. <laughs> Afterward, <laughs> and there was a rabbi who, the the, so who was the king at the time? Was the first king of the Jewish people? Because the Jewish people didn't have a king for a while, and they were like, hey, all these other places have kings. I think we should have a king. And they told the rabbi like, hey, tell God we need a king. And God told the rabbi back like, what the hell's wrong with you people? Like you're supposed to be different from everything else because everything else is wrong I'm trying to show you the right way but fine you know what you want a king we'll give you a king mm-hmm. so he picked a guy to be a king and pretty much like as soon as this guy screws up because he will because he's man and he's mm-hmm. fallible mm-hmm. he's going to lose all the good graces I've given him that happens he does once that happens he's like okay I lost my god powers we need to like appoint a king that's also chosen by god no, oh, it's okay. This is like... I'll probably cut I'll cut this out. Um, so then this fight happens a little later on. Um,
1: I don't the, think I should cut this. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. It's all backstory. <laughs> this guy... Uh, well, we're at like an hour and a half. You hour, could do part an hour, one and part two. We're, at, yes. we're, okay. we're definitely going to do two parts, but we're already in an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> um, but so then he... The ra- he's like okay like we need to choose another guy rabbi go and do your thing find the king and like he goes out he doesn't know who it's going to be he's not like okay david he goes out and um he knows the family and he's like okay line up all your sons and pretty much as he's going he's like god's going to tell me which one of these are the right one dude has like seven sons line six of them up david was the youngest and the guy was like can't be david david you go out and do all the work so david's out in the field doing the work while the rest of the brothers are lined up trying to be king and
3: they're strong and powerful people the yeah other brothers. so
0: obviously he goes ready
1: to be king of yes. him yeah
0: so he goes through and the rabbi's like none of these people bro like there's one more I know you're hiding one more from me bring the other one in and they're like oh yeah we got this other like puny kid out in the field so they bring David in and he's like this guy
2: mm-hmm. and they mad yeah
0: they don't make him king right away they bring him in and he's like an understudy of the king at the time. But okay. that's the journey. It's not just like, boom, he killed Goliath. You know what? King. You earned it. Gotcha. That's not how it went down.
1: Is it like Nobody, once they once they appoint him, he's like, you know, I like killed a giant a couple of years ago.
0: <laughs> this has been a long time coming. <laughs> Nobody, I don't think there's anybody in the Bible that ever earns where they're at. Yeah. And that's kind of the point. We all suck. We all mm-hmm. do bad things. And it's like, but... God's still gonna look after you even though you suck.
3: And he always picks the humble way. So he picks the person that is least qualified for the job. Jesus was born in a in a barn. So he always like elevates the lowly and sides with the oppressed, which mm-hmm. is a really cool thing.
0: Yeah. But circle back. Goliath, huge dude, described as being <laughs> nine feet tall, carrying like having a hundred and twenty five pounds coat and all these other heavy things that you would have to be huge to carry mm-hmm. do we think that Goliath and other like Nephilim were really giants?
2: I think so. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I think, think so, so too because there was a community wasn't it Canaan? Yeah. Was Canaan The Canaanites were a land of giants and they had like even giant food mm-hmm. like all their produce they would grow was so big well even well, the f-
2: philistines too yeah big people mm-hmm.
0: well and that's that's kind of what i'm asking more is like do we think these people were legitimate nine foot tall giants or do we think these people were just like six foot and everyone else was like five foot mm-hmm. and also you're in a battle and everything is like heightened and you're like and also you're telling it's like when you tell the fishing story Mm -hmm. like oh yeah that fish i caught man that fought me so hard was so big it's like oh yeah that guy that david took down man he he was huge he was 12 feet tall you you know what i mean
2: i don't think so because i don't think i i don't think that it's an exaggeration i think that they really were giant people Mm -hmm. and i like because we see giant people today so I think that but like those are
0: one offs. That's not like, today right. they are. Yeah,
2: but I think that like you don't get those genetics from nothing. Like you're, mm-hmm. it's not a blip in the system. Like right. it, you get that from somewhere.
0: Wasn't well, that just? Well, you're talking about like, like NBA players. We're talking yummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not like people that have like how much do you think that guy would have to eat to be a giant? Ooh.
2: But then I think like Andre the Giant. Like yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people. That guy did eat
1: like a giant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there yeah. are. Yeah. Like the, sure.
2: Yeah. There are like. Yeah. I, I do think that there are giants. Mm-hmm. Like like. Well, there's I'm for a little reason. person. I am five too. So like mm-hmm. I think people are big a lot. But even uh-huh. then, like when looking at the world and like in people that i've interacted with my best friend is 68 like and he's not just like a bean pole 68 that man is like stacked like he's he's not a little framed human he is big mm-hmm. and do, do i understand like that's smaller than a 9 foot giant but do i think that like i yes i think that there were 9 foot giants i don't think that's unbelievable
3: mm-hmm. The other places when we were talking about, like, um, for example, the beasts that were very symbolic or uh, the leviathan and the behemoth and stuff, like metaphors for another animal. Mm -hmm. But this one was measured in cubits, which was a standard measurement. So this makes me think that this was real because it feels more scientific in their description. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also... I do also believe that this was a thing because I don't know how genetics change over time. There could have been people that were very tall and well, very large. Well, on on
0: average, we have gotten taller as a people. Really? Um, I th- think like roughly we were like five five two on average like ten thousand years ago. Yeah. And now you know it, it's it's steadily climbing. I think mm-hmm. like six six foot for a man isn't uncommon anymore. Like, like I feel like it's a baseline nowadays. Like no one wants to say they're less than six feet mm-hmm. <laughs> um and like I've, and women's height has changed it like it's went up a little bit not quite as much as men has um but on a- he
2: says to two very short women <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: but but like on an on an average yeah we have grown as a people
3: yeah totally so. Well, I did read somewhere that Jesus was supposedly a five foot two man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I do agree with mm-hmm. what you're saying. I, I think that probably people on average were much shorter yeah. in those times.
0: Even but. like um explorers like Columbus era, like they were like like five four and like yeah. like at that time that's so we're talking like fourteen hundreds. Well what if so someone... that's why I was like, if there's a race of people yeah. that are like
2: a people group. Yeah.
0: Yes, thank you. People that group are, of people <laughs> mm-hmm. that are like the shack gene people that are like <laughs> you, know, you know that are like between like six foot six foot eight you know still yes. really tall and like the average person's like five two yeah the, what's the difference at that point between that and nine feet but what you if know? they
3: had the babies and now we're six feet tall like yeah to me, that makes sense so i, mm-hmm. I still think they
0: were no, no no that's what i'm saying is like oh i see if they were nine feet and yeah, and in then the middle like they just, yeah 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 <laughs> but
3: i think i think that's the reason that's what i'm telling myself
0: i also i don't know i don't know i i know guys and i know how we like to beef up stories to mm-hmm. make ourselves Embellish. sound better yeah
3: but God's not just
2: any guy and the people he appointed told the truth that's so true that's very true that's how mm-hmm. i feel about that yeah and like in this concept it's not imagery it's yeah. like a true
1: description that's very
3: true because mm. this is a historical more so than book. i would
1: say the most of the, the ones that we've gone over for sure mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
3: And when you're reading like the historical book, so Daniel, which is telling the story literally of like how time moved on and stuff, if they break into a piece that's a poem or a prophecy or something, you can tell the difference between the historical text how it looks and how the poem looks, even when you're reading it. Mm-hmm. So that part was not in a poem, so that's why I think it's also literal.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you that guys have, a lot of sense
3: in my limited knowledge? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you guys have anything else on giants and the Nephilim?
3: I always told, I was told stories growing up that they had huge grapes or wasn't it like they brought, I think it's in the Bible actually. That sounds and it's familiar. Saying they brought back giant clusters yes. of grapes on a pole and I was just like, that's so cool. <laughs> so I think giants are neat.
1: Like did, you, did they did we have giant food though?
3: They did well maybe so it giants? was just like really populous like the or is that even a word? Just like a really nutritious land. Maybe prosperous. that is how prosperous. Sorry, not so, populous. That is a word I think, but yeah. something totally Yeah, different.
1: lots of people. Yeah, <laughs> like population. But yeah,
3: what if like the fruitfulness of the land enabled those people to grow bigger? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I sorry, I'm we not, could, we I'm could not could the boss. this fruit,
1: you grow strong.
0: Grow <laughs> big. <laughs> <laughs> well that's true i mean like we're talking a very different time where yeah. f- like you had to grow and kill your own food mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there were people who were a lot of skinny people running around because it's hard to get food yeah
2: yeah and, it was something that was sought after like yeah. that was admired if you if you lived near a few fruitful land yeah. right so. and like that you had the skill to make your land fruitful and that's full
0: and that's the other thing too is like you get – you like how many countries now have very short people in comparison to like the American average because mm-hmm. that's what our baseline is because they're malnourished. Yeah. So like we have – like 5'2 is tall some places because they're malnourished. Yeah. And it's much – I feel like it's much easier at that time to be malnourished versus now where yeah. you could have some really short people. And if you're in a country that's very bountiful with things and they're yeah. – most yeah yeah and they're like six five because they're eating good they're out doing what they need to be doing yeah playing all that basketball not hurting like (laughs) not hurting for anything and then you have people that are like we got one sheep we gotta make that last like three months between the family
3: yeah you that makes sense to me so i'm all in yeah I'm putting my bet on
0: that. <laughs> and and like, like as far as like, like the cubits thing where they measure them out to be like nine feet tall. It's not like, it wasn't like anybody stopped and they're like, hold on a minute. And then they went out and they're like, hold on, let me just measure you real fast. Okay. Now fight each other to the death. You, you know?
3: Yeah. So they didn't have basketball cards of Goliath. That'd be cool. Oh, I'm sure there's
0: one you somewhere. You may have been eight cubits. Oh, on those tablets.
3: Like I got the Goliath tablet. I don't know. Okay. All right. But that's
0: that's all of the things I chose to pick out from the Bible for our monster and... Um,
1: Creatures slash giant people.
0: And just powerful being sections. So. I
1: like it. I definitely definitely think this is worthy of a part two, for sure.
0: Well, it, it's going to have to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Jordan, you've had a lot thrown at you. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just fun for us, the three of us, to talk about even and fun for me to learn about yeah but you were like we have absorbed at least little bits of this knowledge over time which i feel like makes it a lot easier to swallow yeah you've had all of it thrown at you at once so how do you feel about these things um do any of them stand out to you and what
1: well i mean again i i mean i guess so i mean throughout my life i've seen them in different ways but not necessarily know where they've stemmed from or come from so it's cool to learn about their origins Mm -hmm. Um, I mean that being said it's it's cool to get a better understanding of like what something like a behemoth might have looked like back then and again contextually what people would refer to that as back in the day people who wouldn't have that knowledge to call it a hippo or science to get us there mm-hmm. but it's just cool it's cool to learn about just your guys's views about it in general and even the small differences between all of you and your backgrounds and the information that you have coming to a, this with you know yeah and just like what you might see still might not be what you see it as or you might not know as much as she does but.
2: Well, I tell Kristen all the time, like, I wish my brain looked like her, worked like hers, because she finds, like, like she just makes things beautiful. Like, she gets captivated by the way that she thinks, see things in life. Like, tree, she's like, look at their worshiping. Like, they are opening their arms mm-hmm. and, like, praising. And I'm like, I, that's a tree. This but is just you're a-
3: studious. And so I admire that to of you. So I love when different people of different perspectives can get together about the same thing.
2: Yeah. So, like, so what's cool about like being believers together is that like mm-hmm. your baseline you have an understanding of w- why this is so cool to you like it comes back to like yep we agree but even in how you view mm-hmm. how the world looks and how how you implement your belief into your day-to-day like we get to inspire each other yeah. and that's really fun And even with my lack of knowledge, I will appreciate
1: when this can come together in a positive way as opposed Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. the obvious negatives that have gone on forever. But something I fully support and appreciate, guys. This is really cool. Um,
0: And I know this is a a text that we're pulling from, mm -hmm. which might not... um, People are like, well, of course, like these are a bunch of stories. Like you'll find fantastic things in stories. Yeah, but like this is a, th- this is a text that a good portion of the world holds as like what they base their life around. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of important. So the things in that are going to be important. So I think based on the amount of people in the world that hold this text so dear, it's cool to find the creepy stuff in it and talk about it.
2: Well, and like how my background, I didn't know, like, you could ask my parents about any of these creatures, Ben might be able to tell you about one, which mm-hmm. Ben is my stepfather. So, like, this wasn't a foundation of my faith at all. Like, right. these things, I had no clue. Yeah. But like, they're what captivate my husband, and like, that we get to relate together on that is, again, it's just cool how it's different, and like, I, like... 10 years ago if you had asked me if these were in the bible i would have argued that they weren't mm-hmm. so it, it just goes to show that like even when you think you know and you're fighting so strongly for something and you're making a case for something in a religious context it's like check yourself one and two like don't be so close-minded and think that you know it all and it it hinders you from building relationship with somebody that you could have connected with and been captivated by and been inspired by and appreciated
1: well, i feel like that's what it's all about it,
2: that is what it's all about it's just open-mindedness in,
1: well i mean not specifically but, you well know. it's about love like we're yeah. called to just love each other yeah
2: so like don't you don't do shut off yeah yeah you can't you can't mm-hmm. you can't so that's so cool
1: well, we'll have to revisit. I mean, is there a is there a part two, monster wise?
0: Oh, there's <laughs> or something that we can
1: keep con, uh, contextually, like pre, you know.
0: Yeah, I try to here. spread things out because yeah. this isn't like this isn't a biblical podcast. Mm-hmm.
2: I will take the homework and come back with a part two for you. Yes. Well, uh, like there will... it can be down the line, but I got yeah, you. For there, sure. there will be
0: other things. Like I think we can do a whole episode oh. on Revelations. Just.
3: I got you <laughs> like there's there's yeah
0: so there there will be other things um, but
2: yeah more dragons mm-hmm. which I know you like
1: <laughs> I yeah I just I appreciate that uh, again it's I mean it's going both ways here like somebody who's never really been mm-hmm. felt super religious or been exposed to a lot of it anyways I mean my family was we've gone to church le- less than I can count on one hand and that's you know i mean i could on myself to do it but it's just never something that i don't know maybe it was i felt that it was pushed on me by people that i didn't think believe what they were talking about yes necessarily so it's just like i mean it doesn't seem to be doing a whole lot of good for you (laughs) right now yeah but that was just i mean you know growing up being a kid teen angst all goes well not even that
2: like i well could i can you your, can attest for yeah, sure so i'm like no you're cool don't excuse this because <laughs> your example was bullshit so yeah as far, yeah, yeah, as, yeah. far as as far uh, as like get into it. making a case for why you should believe when you're going back to drugs 20 minutes later <laughs> like, no. yeah. So, mm-hmm. like yeah so
1: like yeah you're but to be able to learn about it in this kind of environment is what i yeah
0: enjoy
2: cool. yeah so time guys thanks thanks for inviting us guys. yeah it was so
3: fun Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think we're going to draw this. Well, I'm going to call part two to a close now. Um, good. I think it was fun. I'm glad we did this. I'm glad we had all four of us here. Yeah. Um, I think it made for a good kind of back and forth about things. Got any last final thoughts on the topic before we close out?
2: If you have questions or beasts that you want to discuss from the Bible monsters, where can they send their
1: Oh, whoa, we're going to cover it. Jordan, tell, <laughs> tell them where they can get yeah. hit that at. Hit us up at creepycampfiregmail.com. At creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. And um, where can they follow us on the social? We got the Instagram up and going, creepycampfirepodcast on there. Um, we have where the at? Patreon. Wait, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, we don't have a Facebook up yet, but mm-hmm. we've got the Patreon going now. Yep.
0: And we have- Patreon our, slash creepycampfire. Mm-hmm. And the merch site. And, and the, the merch site. <laughs> it's the, Which, the title of that is much longer. I'll, yeah, I'll be honest with you guys. Just Google <laughs> Spreadshirt and Creepy Campfire Podcast. That's the one.
2: <laughs> Or you can check the link in the bio of the Instagram in like 20 minutes and it'll be there.
0: Yeah. Also, if you're listening on iTunes, you can check us out there. And that reminds me, if you are listening to us on iTunes, there's not that many of you compared to the other platforms. So let's try to grow that. So if you guys will take just a second. I know you're you're listening on your iPhone. You know you can do it. Just throw a review and a rating on there. And then that lets other... boosts us up in the charts so that way other people can see the show so it pops up on the recommended and things like that Um, so that way we can get more people in the campfire and the more people we get in the campfire the more the more personal stories we can get
2: yeah
0: and speaking of that we're going to shout out an itunes review that we just got so we got five stars from captain whitey awesome the title entertaining informative inspiring from alex from east tennessee and Alex also emailed us um, and suggested East Tennessee, well, Tennessee in general, but specifically East Tennessee for our next Urban Legends. And you know what, Alex? Why not? So we're going to hit them with our next Urban Legends. Tennessee? Tennessee. Sounds good to me. East Tennessee. yes. Yeah. So shout out, I mean, get those reviews up just like Alex did. Uh, it just does nothing but help the show. And then if you've got personal story, stories, email them in. We'll be happy to put them on, on the air. Um, uh, I think that about does it. Till next time, everybody. Stay toasty. Stay
3: toasty.